This episode of Cognitive Dissonance is brought to you by our patrons. You fucking rock. Cecil, Tom, this is Amanda. I've called in a couple times before, usually screaming about something because I live next to Liberty University and my entire life is just Bible Beltness. And my husband got a job in a different city and... I just applied for a job there, and I'm going to be working for a seamstress that makes clothing for transgender men, and I just passed an atheist billboard on the highway, and I'm so happy. (laughs) I wanted to share. I'm not going to be living next to Liberty University anymore. (laughs) What's up, Simon Cecil? This is Professor Steve talking. Love the show. Keep up the good work. Glory Holt motherfuckers. Hi fellas, uh, Dave Thomas from Northampton again. Um, just wanted to make a comment about um, Trump supporters being emboldened by obviously him now being president and grabbing uh, random snatch. Um, we saw the same thing happen with racism after Britain voted to leave the EU. Um, racism skyrocketed literally the day afterwards, so I wouldn't be surprised if it gets worse. And uh, also, the comments about union employees are frighteningly accurate. Because I am one. Glory up. Be advised that this show is not for children, the faint of heart, or the easily offended. The explicit tag is there for a reason. Recording live from Glory Hole Studios in Chicago, this is Cognitive Dissonance. Every episode we blast anyone who gets in our way. We bring critical thinking, skepticism, and irreverence to any topic that makes the news, makes it big, or makes us mad. It's skeptical, it's political, and there is no welcome at this is episode 340 of Cognitive Dissonance. And Cecil, we are, uh, what, five days so far into the Trump presidency? Five days into the Trump presidency. This is four and a half days longer than I thought the world was going <laughs> to last. I feel way more optimistic about 2017 than I have any right to. I didn't, I, I know there was, there was a know, part of me that I, thought like, to. the like, hand on the Bible and then there was a, the big flash. Yeah. And then. Well, the, we the gun just, was in your mouth at that it, moment. That was the flash yeah. I was waiting yeah. for. Yeah. And you know, you don't even hear it. You yeah. don't even, that's what they say. You don't even <laughs> say hear you it. You don't even hear it. Yeah. It's not even, that's not for you. Oh. That sound is not for I you. I bet you probably hear it. <laughs> no time to dwell on it. It's ear splitting. Uh, now, if I go out, I'm going to shoot myself right in the heart so I feel it. You know? Yeah, just, exactly. Um, right? Yeah. You just want to. It's not just, comfortable. Fuck you. <laughs> it's like your last act of defiance. It's like carrying all the groceries in one trip. You're just right. like, fucking, I'm going to do it. My head purple. Yeah. Like, you're just like, I don't give a fuck. Here we go. $300 yeah. worth of groceries. I can't even Does lift the them onto the counter. <laughs> I don't give a shit. The dog's you have eating to set, them. You have to set them on the ground and be like, <laughs> <laughs> 
I can't do it. Okay, I'm going to do one at a time. <laughs> and you do the arms swing yeah. and then all yeah. the eggs break and the bread's crushed. <laughs> the milk is And you're still shattered. just like, I did it. I did it. <laughs> I did the, it. The trunk is still open on the car. <laughs> right. Someone has stolen your spare at this point. <laughs> no, I yeah. live in the suburbs, yeah, man. I, I can leave my... Someone's stolen your kid. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I hope they pay up. Right, we a check every month. So I wanted to talk about, before we get into this show, Tom, we yeah. should talk a little bit about punching Nazis. Mm, pro or con? <laughs> because... It turns out this is a big... It is. This is a big thing. This was the yeah, thing this week. It was the thing this week. And it was on social media mainly was the backlash of the Richard Spencer punch heard around the Women's March. Um, he got decked. By some guy who just sort of ran by and punched him in the face. And um, it, was, it was more of like the hedular region because yeah, a blow kind of glanced all glance, weird. Yeah, it was a weird glancing blow. Yeah. So let's talk real quick yes. about what, because there's been some sort of back and forth. And a lot of people coming out and being like, no, it's fucking, that's fine. Like punch the fuck out of any Nazi you can. Right. Nazis are horrible. They should get punched. Um, Thomas did a whole show on this, but, uh, but I did want to weigh in cause I think I have a little bit of extra insight that they really didn't touch on. Okay. Um, you know, I want to talk first though, to say, you know, this is something Eli brought up and I think it's, it's valid. Uh, the women's March this last week got 2.9 million people to go out, which is, I think the number of people that we Trump lost by the popular vote too. Oh yeah. So maybe it was all those women whose just, vote didn't count in the electoral <laughs> college went out, but it, it great uh, show of uh, solidarity. Mm -hmm. The women went For out, sure. they, they went out uh, and men too. It was, it was men and women went out. they called the women's March, but you know, men and women went out to show um, sort of look, we're here. We're not going anywhere. You know, we, we, we oppose a lot of your policies um, you won't just be able to run rough shot over us. And it was great. Uh, my, my wife marched in Chicago. Chicago was the second largest in the nation. Washington, D.C. had a huge number. Chicago had a huge number of people. Um, so I wanted to bring that. I, want, I just want to say that because yeah. Eli brought that up and it's a great point. It's like what gets lost in this punch is the fact that a bunch of people went out and did this great march. And it's like there was no, no arrests. arrests and, no you know violence, what I mean? Like yeah. there was no violence except for a Nazi got punched in the face. I mean, there was really nothing... No, there was no, yeah, no, there was no like rioting. Yeah, There's exactly. no cars that were getting burned. It was great. It was just great. Yeah. So, uh, and I also want to, you know, throw it out there that I don't think Nazi, Nazism, if that's a thing, Nazism, is Nazism, that, Nazism, sure. Nazism, yeah. not a valid ideology. That's a, that's a garbage ideology for garbage people. I just want to, sure. I mean, we, we recognize that. Yeah, do we have to do the caveat where I mean, we have I, to say we're anti-Nazi? No, do we have to do that? I don't think right so. Now? I just want to, but I do want to say like, Spencer is kind of the perfect victim here because he's a douchebag. He's a Nazi. He's, you know, he's one of these people that you're just like, oh, I don't care if he gets punched. He's completely unsympathetic. Right? Completely right. unsympathetic. Yeah. But what if somebody just retweeted him? Am I allowed to punch that person? What if somebody... I think you can pinch him. Right? In the, on his cooter. On his cooter. Yeah. What if he is... Uh, what if instead they just read a bunch of stuff he did and sort of wrote a report on it? Well, how... 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 How much Nazi? In it. How yeah. much Nazi do I have to go? Because right. right now we know where fucking is, Spencer is, is and it's Nazi full like, Nazi, right? Is Nazi like black? It just yeah. takes a drop. Is that how it works? <laughs> when we talk about like the amount of damage that we're allowed to do, right? It's like a punch is okay, right? A punch is okay. Well, how many times can I punch him in one hour? 
Am I allowed to punch him every minute for that hour? Am I allowed to continually punch him until I'm tired? Am I allowed to like tag you in at a certain point to continue punching? Where do I get to stop? Do we get to line up and punch him? How does this work? Like, how do we get to decide this? Because we're deciding if it's okay to punch Nazis, then is it okay all the time to all, every time I see one, is it like slug bug? Like every time I see a Nazi, (laughs) I can punch some, like, where does it end? And the thing is, is it doesn't start. For me, it doesn't ever start. You don't ever get there because you never start there. You can't give up that moral high ground. Well, the reason why we don't torture terrorists is because we want to be able to stand on that moral high ground and be like, we don't torture people. Sure. We don't torture people in this country. We just don't do it. So when they do it, we can condemn it. It's the danger of making martyrs, right? When we make when when you make a martyr, when you make victim. And and so so I thought about this this week too. And I you know, I, I come at this from a couple of different angles. The, the, the first concern that I have with it is I just don't think it's effective. Um, and I want to be really clear. Like, if I were in a room with Richard Spencer, and, and this is real, if I were in a room with Richard Spencer and he was spouting off all this mean-spirited, hateful shit. Yeah. And we were talking and, and we were having a heated conversation. Might I lose my temper? I don't know. I haven't lost my temper as an adult, right? I've never lost yeah. my temper in a physical way as an adult. I have a real good grasp on my temper. Is it possible though? Do I know myself well enough to think, could it happen? Yeah, it could happen. If I hit him, would I be right? I would be wrong. I would be wrong. Would I still sleep at night? Yeah, but I would still be wrong, Yeah. right? And then I would have an obligation. And we talked about this th- through the week. I think I think if I did that, I think if I if I lost my temper, and I behaved in a way that's not in keeping with what I think and who I think I should be as a person, right? I have an idea about who I should be and what's right and what's wrong and how I behave. And all. And, and if I lose control of myself and allow the lizard brain out and, and act on that part of me, then I have acted on my baser instincts, right? I've acted on the lesser part of myself, the part of myself that I should find and control and excise from my character, right? I have an obligation when I do something that is unethical. I have an obligation to identify, to examine, identify, and destroy that part of me. I have that obligation if I know it, right? And I think I would know that. I think it's it's a fucking, it's obvious that you don't lose your temper with people because as soon as you've lost your temper, you've lost the high ground. You've, you've lost control of yourself, and we should maintain control of our base emotions, even when those base emotions might be righteous in their anger, right? Sure. Because I don't get to say, like, my righteous indignation is somehow different than your righteous indignation. It's all very subjective. Right. I don't want a bunch of people walking around with their fucking righteous indignation fists out, yeah. right? That's not how you build a civil society. And I know that a lot of people are like, oh, but but Nazism is objectively worse than, than what they think is bad, right? They think being a trans and person- And I being agree. Gay, and I agree, right. right? But how are you going to convince them of that while you're beating on their friend? Yeah, and right. And I'm, I'm going to be like, I'm going to, how does that exchange work, Right. First, it assumes I win, right? It assumes that I'm going to engage in a physical confrontation with a fucking Nazi, and then I emerge victorious, right? In this fucking fantasy world, we're running around punching Nazis, and the Nazis are the ones getting punched, Yeah, right? I just want to point out, who do you think is better at punching? Yeah, right? Yeah. Some social justice warrior or a Nazi, Yeah, right? (laughs) Right? Really? Really? I know warrior's in the title. Yeah. (laughs) 
<laughs> so is Golden State Warriors. <laughs> they are not warriors. Right. They're dudes. Yeah. Right. Yeah, but I mean, like you think like, about it. Yeah. This is a, this is a this is not a this is a guy who you know Richard Spencer's is the perfect victim though because he's a pussy, right. right? He's a giant fucking big baby faced pussy, and he's a Nazi. He's the perfect victim for sure. this. So the problem is, is that they punched the right Nazi. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like that's the problem. Is you you went out and you found the perfect Nazi to punch. And, and how would that? Because you're not yeah. going to punch the skinhead that just got out of jail. Right. Yeah. The, the guy who's like, you're not going to fucking, you're not going to punch. I'm not going to punch shit. that guy. Fucking. I'm not even going to look at him. I'm right. going to hope. I, I'm going to hope he rings me up without looking at me. That's what I hope. Okay. That's my very best scenario. It's this, it's the same, uh, you know, bullshit fantasy um, that like all the gun nuts have. Like I'm going to get myself like a AR 15. I'm going to keep it under my bed. And that way when the, when the bad guys break in, I can have a shootout here. I can have a defend my house shootout. And it's like, oh, yeah, I'm going to go around slugging the Nazis. And the Nazis will be the ones getting slugged because I'm Captain America. It's like, really? Yeah. Because probably not. You know, so I haven't punched anybody in 26 years. Yeah. I, the last time I struck somebody with my fist, I was 18. Yeah. So it's been a while. It's been right? a while. Yeah. So yeah, 20 again, years. Yeah. yeah right. So I'm not, I'm not running around fucking slug bugging folks. Yeah. Right. Like if I, it, it's a self-defense issue at, at this point in your life. Right? And that's, that's, that's something that's I agree with. To, yeah. That's something here. I agree with. Right. Same here. Yeah. Somebody threatens me or my loved ones, you know, and then, okay. Like we, you know, absolutely. I fucking absolutely. Yeah. And then there's just the, the efficacy of it. I don't believe it's uh, efficacious to our cause. Right. Yeah. If we're going around hitting Nazis, then we have to have a fucking debate about whether or not we should have done this. Yeah. And now there's two sides and now we have division. There's no division if you don't hit the Nazi. Well, and everybody hates the Nazi. It's not right. like everybody's like, hey, man, what did we were already on the, the same Nazi. anti-Nazi we're all, side. We all dislike the Nazi. Right. It's so, not like Richard Spencer was going to get anybody from our side to be like, yeah, that guy's pretty cool. Right. So we create division yeah. on, on, on our side of the anti-Nazi movement. Like we need division there. Yeah. Right. So we have division there. We have made a martyr, and martyrs are powerful. That's why they're a fucking thing. Yeah. Right. And then you've made yourself less. Yeah. And and the thing that you get out of it, and I don't want to say this, the thing that you get out of it is this feeling of yeah. having served righteously yeah. your anger. And I'm sympathetic to that desire to serve your anger, right? I fucking totally get it. Like I'm a real angry guy a lot. And I would love to give voice to that violence sometimes. There's part of me that would love to sure, do that. Absolutely. Right. But I also know that I don't get to do that yeah. and still look at myself the same way. Yeah. Well, for fuck's sake, this goddamn story this is from the independent uh, father and son. Mm. So it's a family thing. They're a duo. It's a family. <laughs> God. You know, like, well, got, what do they do? Because you didn't finish. Right, so. Father and son accused of raping 13 year old girl. They only want to be judged by the laws of the Bible. Mm. And I thought, you know, of all the books yeah. that you're going to choose. Sure. You know, I thought, well, what other book could they have brought in to maybe make their case? Like hey, the wolf. joys of sex. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> the joys of sex. Well, yeah, eh, Caliente, the, com the, the Kama Sutra. Sutra. It You're like, oh, I don't know. Yeah. We, you know, page 12, the yeah. jungle book, yeah. you know, I mean, just <laughs> <laughs> I want to read a piece of the Bible here. Okay. This is Deuteronomy 22, uh, 28 
dash 29. I don't know how to say that in Bible it speak, doesn't, but that's it, what you I You know, said. here's how you say it. Deuteronomy, a bunch of numbers, yeah, who fucking yeah. cares? If a man is caught in the act of raping a young woman, now they have to make sure that it's a young woman. If it's an old woman, they don't give a shit. A young woman who is not engaged, he must pay 50 pieces of silver to her father. Then he must marry the young woman because he violated her and he will never be allowed to divorce her. And all this guy has to do is prove that he took 50 pieces of silver from one pocket and put it in the other, other pocket. pocket. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's, oh, that's sad. <laughs> so it's a good book to go off of, I think. What an amazing book. Yeah. He's just going to show up and be like, look, all right, fine. I'll marry the bitch. What do you want from me? Yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> sorry. We can even have the judge do it. He's like a justice. You're right of the here. Peace. You're right here. Just do you, yeah. the rapist, <laughs> take pay your 50 shekels of pennies or whatever whatever yeah what's the exchange rate on a shekel or fucking like how much is that in, in like american money yeah. at this point i i don't know probably 50 pieces of silver i imagine is a goodly sum Isn't of money back but then. it's like yeah because it's yeah, only 30 to betray only, yeah, jabez only 30 to like yeah you you turn the, in the savior yeah. for 30 so it's a good chunk of change to turn it's jesus like, into jesus jerky you, know? <laughs> you gotta get a title loan on your prius or something <laughs> title loan <laughs> <laughs> the, the conditions that this person was in was horrible too. This is this is a kidnapping where yeah, they kept this, this person. Terrible, yeah, they kept this story. person in a. They kept this person in a basement for uh, a, a, over a year or something yeah. like that, and they fed him like rotten food, and and then they went out bowling or whatever, and the yeah. person snuck out and, and wound up getting away. This this has been cooking since May. Evidently, this the person got out in May, so. Um, now they're starting to be uh, arraigned and whatnot and all that stuff, but they got out last May. So. And they're representing themselves in this trial, yeah. and they're like, well, we'll just bring my favorite book. Yeah. They are representing themselves, and they said, professionals, this is what Jennings told the judge, professionals built the Titanic, amateurs built the Ark. Amateurs also built U-Porn as well. So. imaginary amateurs yeah. built the imaginary yeah. arc. It's like, it's like arguing. It's like, well, I would take a lawyer, but I'm not going to go with at and I'm going to go with a cup and a string. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you, you, you got to wonder if the judge wasn't like, these are awful people. And they're like, we'd like to bring only one piece of evidence, the Bible. And like, great, great. Awesome. That's fucking, how I would be too, fucking, right? Bring your fucking old book yeah. and show up with it. And then I'm going to put you in jail for literally ever. You yeah. are totally innocent. You're not bringing the Bible as your defense, yeah. right? If you didn't do this, because the defense, you know, the defense is going to be some biblical version of she had it come. It'll be interesting if that if that's the case, right? right? If that's what he does. What, what, what else could it's he my say? my daughter and I'm allowed to do whatever I yeah. want or something. He, yeah. I have not asked you to adopt and adhere to my religious beliefs. Why are you asking me to adopt yours? And finally, Mr. Speaker... I'm flattered that you're all so interested in my vagina, but no means no. Hey, so this is uh, less of a story than uh, a new bill being introduced. You can check it out at congress.gov. This is uh, H.R. 586, the Sanctity of Human Life Act. Huh, that's weird. Yeah. So, see, so why don't you scroll down a little bit? Let me, uh, let me sure. read why for I, the good people. Why, why don't you just read? Because it's the summary is pretty short. You yeah. can just read this. Yeah. This bill declares that. The right to life guaranteed by the Constitution is vested in each human and is a person's most fundamental right. 
Each human life begins with fertilization, cloning, or its equivalent, at which time every human has all the legal and constitutional attributes and privileges of personhood. And Congress, each state, the District of Columbia, and each U.S. territory shall have the authority to protect all human lives. At fucking fertilization. Yeah. At fertilization. The, uh, you know, they normally name these bills different things. They name this one, Make America Get Coat Hanger Abortions Again. Oh, God. This is what they call this one. Make so. America go back to the dry cleaners. <laughs> you just show up, you know, some, some shady's going on when you show up with one shirt. It's like, no, I need, I need like six. I just have one today. Coat hangers? That's yeah. $1.79. I just Actually, need one. Is this blender on sale? <laughs> You know, make women fall down the stairs again. Oh, God. <laughs> Punch your wife in the stomach make, again. Make women drink bleach again. Oh, God damn it. <laughs> Jesus, Well, man. it could just be make women commit suicide again. Well, that's sad you know? and true. And true. And true. Right? Yeah. And, you know, the, the thing is, like, despite the d- disconcerting number of flobies that are now going to be on, on sale, mm-hmm. this is all, th- th- these are all things that are going to happen. Yeah. Like if these you, are just if, things that are going to happen. If it goes through. And I, and you mentioned earlier what this is for. Yeah. This is to run up to the Supreme court. Right? I think so, so it's, yeah. so it's going to get bounced. Yep. And then when it gets bounced, it goes to all the different judges that, you know, it gets passed from judge to judge and attempt to desperately save it. And then it gets bounced and bounced and bounced. Cause all the judges are like, this is fucking totally against the Supreme court ruling. And then it finally gets to the Supreme Court and they're like, oh, looky here. An opportunity. Why don't we try to repeal that yeah. Roe v. Wade stuff? Yep. And I don't know exactly how it works. I don't know how that how that would work. But, you know, they could certainly revisit this particular bill based on Roe v. Wade or they can reinterpret. They can certainly do that. So there's there's some things there. One of the things that, that, that makes me if this does, let's say it passes and then like it gets to the Supreme Court and all that stuff. And they finally have this thing, this this bill where, you know, it's. At fertilization is when life starts. Do I get to drink at 20 years, three months then? Right. Because you know what I mean? Because I I was, I'm 20, I'm technically 21 because if life begins at conception, then your birthday is my birthday. My birth, my birthday is three months after I'm born. I like that. And you know, you could vote at 17 years, three months. This is, you could die in a war earlier. Think about all the wonderful things. You could pay taxes earlier. There's so many you could lose your health insurance earlier. Can, There's so many options. Can can we arrest women too? Since now that's you know it's a person, can we arrest them for like not exercising or eating right? Can we do that? Is that is that possible? Well, you know, it, think about all the scary. Yeah, that's a scary implication, right? Fertilization. You have no idea when that. I mean, you don't know. You have no you, women. You, it's not like it's like okay, and it, you're done, and then that's it. It's a, a fucking light bulb doesn't go off. It's not like a fucking like voltometer where you just fucking stick it up and the fucking light bulb turns on. It's like, oh, you're pregnant. It's not how it works. So, you know, what are you going to find out when you're six weeks, probably in the earliest, sure. you know? I mean, yeah. okay, maybe the a little kid's earlier already in school at that point. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so what if you, what if you, you know, you don't know you're pregnant and you're living your life and you're having a drink and you're doing, yep. you know, yep. you're doing your life yep. things. Yep. And all of yep. a sudden you've threatened the, the life sure. of the unborn. Yeah. I mean, it's just, it's a fucking horror you're show. doing gangbang porn. Again, right? And that's really, that's not recommended after the second trimester. <laughs> it's just weird. <laughs> but it makes them easy to sort of spin around because they just sit on that belly and you just there's, spin them. There's that weird I mean? moment. They're like a lazy Susan. Oh. <laughs> I don't know. If she's in a gangbang, she can't be that lazy. <laughs> Everybody has a way of interpreting them to be the truth or not truth. There, there's no such thing, unfortunately, more a fact. This is from NBC News. Kellyanne Conway, White House spokesman, gave, quote, 
alternative facts huh. on the inauguration card. That's weird. Um, alternative facts. Yeah. So uh, White House uh, spokeswoman um, and uh, skeleton, Kellyanne Conway. And Ann Coulter lookalike. <laughs> she really is. Yeah. She really is. And it's hard to tell which one is more horrible. Mm. Yeah, that's true. At this point. Maybe yeah. they're the same person. Maybe it's maybe they're just like that, like mask, like the Scooby Doo thing. It's like, ah, it was Ann Coulter oh, all and along. It's, and you're right, and it's getting a little loose. So, <laughs> yeah, I see what you mean. It's all shaky. So when Kellyanne Conway was addressing the uh, size of the crowd at the inauguration, um, she basically was like, "Look, it wasn't a lie; it was an alternative fact. Alternative." She's talking about Spicer, right? Is that his name, Spicer? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Spicier. Yeah. He came out. Yep. And he said, he was like. This was the biggest crowd ever. And then he said something like, but we don't count. So we wouldn't know. But this is the biggest crowd ever. And then they did count. They counted the Metro ridership. And then they counted, they they took pictures and they showed the pictures. And you can clearly see that there was fewer people at Trump's inauguration than there was before. Yeah. And there was fewer rider, there was less ridership on public transportation, which they have records for. Sure. And he came out and accused the media of attacking Trump in some way. Uh, And then she had to come and clean up after him because people are like, no, that's what he said was not a true, like that's none of that is true. And so then she had to come out and say, oh no, no, he just had different facts. He had different facts than the other facts. But she said specifically, I want to read what she said. Um, when she was when she was cornered on Meet the Press about this, um, she said, "You're saying it's a falsehood." And Sean Spicer, uh, our press secretary, gave alternative facts to that. We are in a world right now where we are we are actually having people come out and use the words alternative facts, as if because you know we're in this post factual world. And we're even pointing it out. Yeah, now we're now we're just now we're just, now just saying pointing it out. Yeah. Now we're just like that. Fucking literally doesn't matter yeah. if it's true. Yeah, it doesn't matter. We're just going to use an we're going to use a different set of facts. That's an astonishing admission of Orwellian doublethink. What what is what it, we need to pay attention to here is that while this doesn't matter. Right. This particular the inauguration, thing, the inauguration right. numbers don't matter. It, yes. It doesn't matter. It's, it's, it's a useless, issue. it's a yeah. useless thing. Yeah. But what matters is, is that they're priming the pump for this to happen later for shit that does matter. Right. So we can't let them do this. We can't, we have to push back every single time because if we just wave this off as, oh, that it doesn't really matter. Who cares about the inauguration numbers? The inauguration numbers don't matter. It doesn't matter whether Trump won or not. We've got to be careful that they don't keep doing this to us over and over and over again. We've got to push back to this every single time we have to push back. Well, and look at, look at George W. Bush's presidency, right? As a great example of why facts matter. George W. Bush sent us to war in Iraq and think about the fucking carnage and havoc and chaos and mayhem that ensued as a result of bad information. If we are in a position where we're willing to accept just the premise, the fucking idea that facts don't matter, that being lied to doesn't make a difference, that the the honesty, the transparency, that democracy requires in order for it to really be true democracy, in order for the government to be answerable to the people, if we take all of that and we just fucking throw it away so that we can have alternative facts, so we can decide that opinions are the same thing as truths, yeah. 
Are you fucking kidding me? We already got into a war on that shit. We got into a war that we're still fucking in. We're still in that war. We could get into a whole lot of trouble. This could cost lives, lots of lives. One of the things that uh, that we can't be sure about, right? We can't be sure if this is if the reason why they're talking about this sort of thing is specifically so that they can try to subvert the media's power over the narrative, I, right? I think that's part of well, it. Well, maybe, right? I feel like that's maybe. Part of it. I don't know that. Could also just be that Trump is a big fucking baby, yeah. right? The reason why they went out there, the reason why they're defending Spicer, the reason why they're even doing this is because, because. Trump made them go out there and do this, right? Trump made them go out there and look like idiots. And so now they have to look like idiots on TV and say, oh, alternative facts, it's not a real thing. So I don't know what's happening behind closed doors there. I don't know if there's, you know, are they all sitting back with their monocles and their fucking mustaches and they're twiddling them and they're like, ah, oh, we're gonna, we're gonna submert the media. Or are they saying, like, is everybody scrambling when Trump walks in the room enraged to try to, like, placate him because he's he's mad like a big, giant orange baby that he didn't get the ratings he wanted? You know, I guess both possibilities are entirely possible, right? And we can't know for certain, and you're right. And I, I tend to suspect it's the it's the first. Yeah, you, you I mean, you're uh, expecting maliciousness, right? right? I don't know, right? Yeah. So I, 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 I concede that. But I guess— you know, the other thing that concerns me is I don't know how much it matters. It doesn't. I don't think it matters as much. It, it's not a, it's not a huge right. deal. What what worries me is that the end game is that we are eroding the quality and the power yeah. of the fourth estate. Yep. The fourth estate is the watchdog of democracy. And we've basically said they don't matter. Pull its teeth out. Yeah. And, you know, it, it also leads me to believe, too, like when when they when Trump was talking about he just he just made a comment to uh, in an interview. Uh, and he talked about it behind closed doors with a bunch of senators, how there's 3 million people illegally voting. And a bunch of people have called him on it. Like, that's not true. Even senators have come out and said, fucking Lindsey Graham yeah. was interviewed and was like, the fuck? Like, <laughs> I mean, like, like literally, I could I could distill down what Lindsey Graham said in like a three-minute speech to the fuck? <laughs> and so we're talking about a crazy, crazy right-wing Republican here. He's He's he wondering what the fuck is happening. This guy, uh, you know, and, and so the thing is, is like, like, do I believe that Trump is uh, is doing this so that he can go down the line and disenfranchise voters? Is he is he smart enough to work his way down and disenfranchise every voter work it, you know, like all these all these different places where he lost or is he just a big baby and he's super butthurt that he lost by three million and he wants to find some way to erase that loss, that he didn't actually lose the popular vote, that, the, that it's all rigged in his favor. You know, it's all rigged outside of his favor and he could not win that popular vote because it was illegal. And he's got to find some way to make that true. Yeah. So his ego is improved. I don't know which is which it's going to do. But I do know the end game is he may disenfranchise a lot of voters, right? So does it matter that he's an egomaniac narcissist? I don't think so. Yeah, I, right. Like, again, the, the effect is the same. Yeah. You know, the, the, the cause, we're, we're at a place where the effect is so terrible. Yeah. The effect is so damning, again, to democracy, to, yeah. to, to the, to the yeah. very idea of democracy. Yeah. Um, I saw something today that... And I don't remember who did it, but we got the United States got knocked down a peg from 
like true democracy to a, like a flawed democracy. Yeah, absolutely. And, and, and like we're democratometer or whatever the fuck it we're is. We're closer to midnight on the doomsday clock too. It's it, this is fucked up. This is none of this is good news. Abortions for all. Very well. No abortions for anyone. Hmm. Abortions for some. Miniature American flags for others. So this story comes from the Huffington Post. Uh, Donald Trump reinstates Ronald Reagan's abortion global gag rule. Um, so, you know, when you when you first take over the role of president, you know, you got a lot of work to do. You know, you got, I mean, Obama did it. You know, he went in and he reversed the ban on stem cell research so that people could not die. Sure. You know, I was yeah. real appreciative of that. And, and Trump's doing the same thing. He signed a whole bunch of executive orders and like, I think he's in 10 executive orders in five days or something. Um, and one of the things that he's done is um, he has reinstated a federal ban on U.S. funding for international health organizations that counsel women on family planning options if those options include abortion. So the mention of abortion in a family planning session means that federal dollars will not go toward that organization. So just abortion's an option, no money. Yeah, no money and no money to things like you said, like stem cell research, right? Mm-hmm. So one of those, then one of those major things, there was a story recently, KQED did a story on a paralyzed patient starting to regain some movement um, based on stem cells. That's so, amazing. So, you know what I mean? Like, so these things are sort of working their way back in and, and he's going to cancel that shit. Like he's going to cancel that shit out. People die like yeah. every, you know, like, like this is like, I know, I know we've talked about the, the effects of a Trump presidency and this is not a matter of like some guy whose policies I just don't like. And maybe he's got a different view about our economic future or even about how we handle diplomacy in the world. We're talking about a guy who's so beholden to the religious right because that's the only place where stem cell uh, research bans come from. Right. right that's where right, that shit comes right. from. And. And, and the same is true for most of the time for for um, you know opposition to, to to choice when it comes to abortion. But with regard to stem cell, every year we don't do that. Every year that we set ourselves back on that research, all the people that are eventually saved by stem cell research that's set back a year. And the, if the mortality, those people are just fucking dead, man. Yeah, they're just fucking dead. All those people, like, if it was going to come out, if there was the fucking next big thing in 2024, and it happens in 2025, then all those fuckers who died in 2024 from the thing that would have saved them, it's just, that's his fault. Yeah. That's at his yeah. feet. Yeah. That's di- he's directly and personally responsible for that shit. Yeah, absolutely. And there's no getting around it. You know, it's this it's this rule, this gag rule that uh, that Reagan had. And isn't the gag rule just like if you're if there's enough saliva you can get it down there? Isn't that the gag rule? Isn't that you know the gag rule typically is one or two gag fine, but by the third she's gonna puke. And on you know if these pull women, it out. if these women could just work on their gag reflex, they wouldn't even need abortions. You know the, the thing is like by the time you hear the gag, you gotta let go of the back of her head. You know it's just fucking polite. That's when it's polite, right? Polite. <laughs> I did air quotes around that. You know, yeah. and, it, and that can be hard when you got your hand wrapped up in that it's hair. Very you know, it's very it's, true. It's all tangled. You know, it's it's funny because you're right. You know, when he came in, he did he did start swiping the pen, right? He started oh, yeah. he started writing all. And a lot of people, he wrote a bunch of executive orders, and a bunch of people were asking, "Hey, you know, you guys were talking about yeah. executive overreach when when." 
Obama was in office, you kept on saying oh, executive overreach, executive overreach, executive overreach. And they asked Mitch McConnell this stuff. They're yep. like, what the fuck? And he said, oh, no, no, it's totally different. He's just reversing what Obama did. And the Atlantic started looking into it like, no, 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 he's not. He's not doing that. He's actually he's going the opposite way and he's not doing exactly. So the fact is, is that, you know, they say they have a they have a a, a party line, which is, oh, he's just undoing what was done. But it's not that he's going back to, you know, and and there's a fight. Every every Democrat and Republican does this back and forth. They do this all the time. They do this every time. But, you know, this is the eight years that could matter. This is this is where don't say eight. Don't you dare say eight. This is the 16 years. That Don't you <laughs> dare. <laughs> Fuck. What? This God, is, that's the, it's, it's two no, and it, then obstructed. No, no. Two and obstructed. It's, it's eight, Ugh. then 16, then Baron takes over because he's the prince. I swear point. to God. Or is he the Baron? I don't know. Yeah, right. It's right it, in his name. Uh, I don't know. So we're going to take a break and we're going to have Andre from uh, Method Social Kinetics on to talk about the Atheist Candidate Project in just a moment. So for uh, for AdamandEve.com this time around, because people like to fuck on the 14th of February, <laughs> um, <laughs> Valentine's Day is a big deal at AdamandEve.com. And they are going to give uh, the people who listen to this show that want a little extra something, they are going to give it to you for this Valentine's Day. They're going to give it to you so you can give it to her. Well, or, <laughs> or him. him. Yeah, yeah, because, because. Right. Or the, yourself. It's just about 50. It's going to receive 50% off just about any item, just like you would normally. Right. There's there's a lot more to this. It's a romance kit that they're going to be sending you. You're Will gonna, it make me more attractive? Mm, absolutely not, Tom. Okay. So they're going to send a toy for him, mm-hmm. a special massager for her, which means. I feel like that's not really a massager. Well. Depends on what part of the body you're massaging. That's I guess. not a massager. Well, okay, that's fair. But they're going to send a vibrator for her, and <laughs> <laughs> or an electric toothbrush. Yeah. Just uh, flip the bristle yeah. side up. <laughs> a little and a little something they know you'll both enjoy, as well as a free adult DVD. So they're going to send a little romance kit. All you have to do, you're going to get free shipping too. All yep. you have to do is type in glory at checkout. It's a hell of a lot better than flowers and chocolate. Yeah, Let me it tell really you is. It really flowers is. Flowers and chocolate. I mean, when you're done fucking the chocolate, what are the flowers going to do for you? Yeah. No, that's true. And, you know, whenever I put those boozy chocolates on my cock, it stings a little. Well, plus, you never know which one you're going to get. You know, you're like, <laughs> nugget. I didn't want to fuck nugget. <laughs> that's, I would eat it's the nugget. <laughs> super hard. Like, what are you going to fucking egg in here? What's going on? <laughs> it's like... This is it's a, no, but but when it, if they put a Cadbury egg in there, hey, uh, yeah. all right, then there's white stuff. Coming somebody's out. already coming. It. Yeah. <laughs> this is a, this is a great deal. Adam and Eve is going to give you a ton of free stuff. So just go to adamandeve.com, type in Glory at checkout. You'll get fifty percent off just about any item. A free romance kit and free shipping. That offer is only good until Valentine's Day. So be sure to use the offer before Valentine's Day to get all this free stuff. So we are joined today in studio, another in-studio guest, Cecil. I'm I'm excited, man. Like, we're making a habit out of this shit. I know. People want to come to the glory hole. It, 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 we are, I, I want to say, though, we've had almost exclusively, almost exclusively yeah. men at the dudes, glory hole. Dudes at the glory hole. Story of my fucking life. <laughs> but you know what? You the know best what? part is. If I close my eyes. It's anonymous. If I close my it's eyes. It's anonymous. You have no idea. I don't know. It's the magic of the glory hole. <laughs> 
So we are joined at the glory hole by Andre, whose voice does not allow me a lot of imagination. <laughs> and imagination? his facial hair doesn't uh, either. No, not really. Uh, God no. damn it. Fucking scratchy on that God thing. Damn and, it. And you know, I'm told I have a radio voice too. And I, I was one. Uh, so I host Unbelievers Radio, um, which is being retooled. So it might not be called that anymore. But if you want to look for it, go for it. It's a it's an awful show on some back corner of the Internet. But I had Seth Andrew on and we had a little bit of banter about radio voices and sort of this like sultriness of them. And uh, I'd suggested that he uh, do the voiceover work for um, David Fitzgerald's erotica. I thought that would be great if we could pair up that voice, right? Oh, (laughs) well, Seth Andrews is too wholesome for erotica. Oh, yeah. Seth Andrews. Nobody will ever get hard again. That's it. it. He's just too wholesome. He's just too nice a guy. I know. Right. Can you imagine Seth Andrews doing erotica at all? It would be so first off, so formal. First off, like, the way, me. like how close he how gets to his a, mic. How like, maybe how like his proximity effect is already <laughs> it's already like like it's already got that phallic proximity effect to it where he's kind of pressed up against his face, you know? How may I be of service to your pussy? <laughs> I would like to service <laughs> pussy. You didn't even get a go. Okay, so Andre, you're here not because of podcasts. No, I'm not. No, You're no. here specifically because of atheist candidates running for office. Tell us, I tell am, us what you do. I am. So um, uh, I actually run a small um, uh, political strategy firm called Method Social Kinetics. I'm a political scientist by by trade. It's what I do. The podcasting is more of a, a thing I, I do for fun to like feel like I'm you know reaching people with important stuff. Um, but uh, what I what I really enjoy doing is actually politics and political strategy. So. The Atheist Candidate Project is a project of Method Social Kinetics, which is my company. And the project is designed to connect people who are thinking about running for public office who are atheists with volunteers, with professionals who um, know everything from web design to data analysis to political strategy, uh, field organizers, uh, former candidates and elected officials who are willing to offer mentorship and guidance. So... One of the biggest obstacles I think that atheists face uh, when uh, considering running for office is the fact that they don't expect they're going to have a support structure. They think, oh, it's guaranteed I'm going to lose. Well, in Arizona, we proved that wrong this last cycle. We had nine atheists running for public office. Oh, That's shit. a lot of dog yeah, catchers. Nine of them. Wow. That's a lot of dog catchers. That's amazing. Well, they and catch you know a lot of dogs? Mostly in positions. Mostly <laughs> in duck positions. Catchers. Duck catchers. <laughs> mostly in One. positions that matter, actually. Uh, so the... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> You're going to get hate mail from dog catchers. I'm going to get hate mail. So Andre at methodsk.com. Feel free to send me your hate mail. Uh, so the uh, we in Arizona, uh, and I actually had the pleasure of working with all of these candidates through Spectrum Experience. Uh, they're, um, the, I think, the country's only humanist public relations firm. So if you want to check them out, spectrumexperience.com. But uh, we were working with all of these candidates when I was uh, their operations manager. And uh, several of them actually won their seats. So we have on the Mesa City Council an elected atheist. And Mesa is the most conservative city in the country. So was he, a, was this party, I, I said to you, but I don't know, was this party an out atheist? Was atheism a part of their political strategy and campaign? It wasn't actually part of his strategy so much as like he, he ran on, on humanist values and he wasn't like closeted, but it was sort of, his atheism was the way most of us are atheists. We just, we just don't believe in God. Um, it doesn't really define much about our sure, lives. Right. Um, but his his policy positions were most certainly humanist, and he had focused on his values and what mattered to him when he was ru- running and meeting voters. 
So did, did I'm, I'm curious. I'm real curious about this. Did did you guys have to do work, or did the public relations um, have to do any work to mitigate his atheism when it became? Did, did his opponents attempt to use it in a way to to paint him as less sympathetic to the uh, electorate? And that that's what's amazing about what's happening in Arizona. It's a red state. Everyone thinks you know conservative wild west. Oh yeah, no, and, it's you know, a garbage state. It's yeah. a garbage state. No, yes. we know this yeah. is a garbage um, state. Yeah, it's and yeah. you know Phoenix is a giant suburb for anyone who's wondering what Phoenix is like. Yeah. So it's you got to cover a lot of ground. Like. Yeah. Nobody's the, ever thought it's I hot what weather Phoenix and is plateaus. Like. That's yeah. really all. Yeah. It's, <laughs> only, it's only 122 degrees in the summer. That's not bad. Jesus, it's like it's fucking denature's proteins. I know, right? I know, right? He's soft boiling egg. Oh, Jesus yeah. God, 122 degrees. Yeah. Well, I, so I have a flock of ducks, and they were, of course, stressing because it was, they were being yeah. baked outside. Um, I had to bring one of the ducks. I like to in. roast them. I don't like to, you know, bake duck. Mm. It's like it's like at 122. <laughs> that's like a sous vide. I know. Well, the pro- <laughs> <laughs> You it's, drum. It's, oh, it's it's brutal in Arizona's a cattle state, so we got all these cows out in this heat. So I'm just waiting for you know, but you know They're what? Medium Donald rare. Trump says <laughs> they start medium rare. You just all you have to do is take the cow, get a good sear on them. You're done. It's perfect. <laughs> well, you know, Do- Donald Trump says global warming is not a thing, it's so not, you know, we we, we should you know, be, be fine. fine. It's only been you know the hottest year on record, 17 years in a row. <laughs> It's not a trend or anything. Yeah, Wait, <laughs> that's your opinion. Yeah. That is climate change. Is Hold an opinion. on. Let me check the EPA website. Oh, it's down. Oh, it's Forget down. it. <laughs> Let's call someone. Oh, they can't answer. Gag right order. We do, are. Do not you count right as media? Now. Is that, is that a, you count, you, you count as press? Uh, do we no, count as press? No. We don't count. No, yeah. no, we don't count. First as of all, you know, we can't count. Yeah. <laughs> but you heard about Alex Jones getting offered press credentials for the White House, right? Oh God, I would oh, love press credentials. He, I would ask the I would ask the most inappropriate questions every single time. I would get one shot. Yeah. I would get one shot at that. I would be in all the jails. I would be simultaneously <laughs> in prison. They'd be like, I know they just reopened the black sites. Yeah, they, I saw a thing that they reopened the CIA black sites. Well, that's because the black people are getting up. Oh God! So. <laughs> now they're just calling them sites. <laughs> oh, we made our guests uncomfortable. Uh, oh, so uh, it, it's interesting that that uh, that they're not using this as a weapon because because uh, and and I'll and I'll bring people's attention back to the DNC trying to use Bernie's non-religious affiliation against him. You know, Wasserman Schultz was writing uh, yeah, emails right. about how how they were trying to utilize this non uh, non religious affiliation. Not even, and I don't even know that they said atheist. They really kind of just sort of said non religious affiliation. Yeah, and I, I don't think they actually came out. No, actually, in an email, I think they did ask if if he was yeah, an atheist they, they because came, that, they, they, I guess was, that that mattered to them. About um, a little bit, yeah. But uh, I, I think where there's a consensus um, amongst groups I'm associated who with who identify as Democrats of uh, fuck the DNC. Um, but at least in Arizona, it, it and it's it still matters to a degree. It depends on where you're running, who you're running against. But in Mesa, um, I imagine it would have been seen as petty because the district right next to like the or actually overlaps Mesa a little bit is Legislative District 26, where Juan Mendez, an open atheist, uh, has been Juan. Reelected uh, twice. Uh, well, it's in, sort of. He was uh, reelected to his House position and then he ran for the Senate and won. Uh, and then no, Athena he Salman, won. he won. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> we call that a callback. Good for you. Good for you. Uh, I'm uh, casting a wide uh, net. <laughs> so Athena Salman, uh, she actually ran for his open house seat, and she won. 
Uh, also an open atheist. Now, uh, she Juan. Uh, got, there you go, Tom. You. Got it, got it. All right, so she she also Juan her seat. And the crazy <laughs> thing is... Such a douchebag. One, You're cackling like a fucking <laughs> lunatic over there. It's so funny Oh, to me. God. Anyway, I'm sorry. So the, best friend. <laughs> Not anymore. You're a racist. <laughs> I'm your racist best friend. <laughs> I'm going to punch a Nazi before the night is through. I'm I'm your favorite Juan. (laughs) This poor guy is so uncomfortable. Oh, I feel bad. No, he's not. I feel bad. That's okay. You two two didn't know I'm Hispanic. It's cool. Um, uh, I hear I'm passing. Uh, I said the funny thing, but it's not really a funny thing. It's actually interesting. So you were talking about how uh, Cecil, uh, you mentioned... Was there atheism used against them? Or in the yeah. case of the, the individual who won the Mesa City Council, uh, was his atheism used against him? In Tempe, where I live, which is what the rest of the state calls a liberal cesspool, um, <laughs> the like not identifying with humanist values actually became a liability. Uh, one of the other candidates for an open house seat identified himself as a humanist. Really? Yeah. And he was a, he's Catholic. And you can be Catholic and have humanist values. I mean, that's totally yeah, fine. Totally, yeah, yeah. But the fact that that needed to be public says something very significant about the, the legislative district I live in, which is why the GOP, of course, is so interested in cutting it into pieces. And they weren't able to. Thank you, Supreme Court. Uh, we'll see how long that lasts. Yeah, I, don't know um, that. I know, right? Yeah. Uh, but uh, in my district, that became a liability. And that is incredibly interesting. It means at least in some places, um, probably the first to be, uh, you know, uh, trumped into order. Um, I like that. Being an atheist is not only not a bad thing, but it might actually help you. So we're, we're starting to see a young shift. area. Like is it, oh, is yeah. the demographic? Yeah. See, yeah, I, young, and I wonder pretty yeah, damn young. that's what does it right is. I think the, the demographics know, I, matter. I, I bet you if you went to college towns across the country, we have the largest university in the state. Yeah, and I was thinking your, Madison, yeah, Wisconsin. I was thinking, you know, Southern Illinois University, all the places where there's big, large college towns. And I don't know a lot, all the college towns, but you know what I mean? Like yeah. all those places where those that large group of young people exist and as a voting block, I bet you you're probably that you'll probably have atheists could be popular in those places. Right. But well, if you even go in to the, fucking Mobile, Alabama, you're never going to be yeah. able to well, leave. Even yeah. when we're, 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 we're talking about the, the population that actually lives there, the residents um, of that, that area who aren't students are also tend to be super liberal. So it turns out if you put an institution of like book learnings um, in the middle of a city, that population becomes more liberal right, over time. Right. Yeah. So and ASU is the like, largest university in the country. It has hmm. 83,000 students. Holy wow. shit. Does it really? Yep. University of Phoenix? Uh, no, 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 no. That's, <laughs> I, I, said, I said university. We're talking legitimate colleges, okay, the right, legitimate that's institutions. Fair. That's right? fair. All right. So specifically, what do you do for the organization? What's your, what's your specific role? So my responsibility right now is uh, management. And uh, I uh, my task is to get this off the ground. And then hopefully if uh, fundraising goes well, I'll be hiring and managing some staff that we'll be putting in several states. So I've been talking to Aaron Ra, and you heard Aaron Ra's running for the state legislature. Um, he, well, well, let me rephrase that. He's announced that he intends to run for the state legislature. So it's a statutory thing. Um, you can say you intend to until it's official, right? 
you gotta love the law. But uh, he intends to run for Texas state legislature. And uh, what I've chatted with him about is essentially building a coalition around him of candidates in Texas. So we might have as many as four candidates so far in Texas. Oh, wow. Uh, we're, uh, we have three in Arizona. Um, Why are we you might- focusing on the South? We're just South. Because that's, that's gross. That's where people feel most beleaguered. Um, that's where people are are most invigorated to run, but feel like they have no. Sure. Uh, they, they feel like they have no one to them? support them. <laughs> Trust me. If 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 I could if I could find a ton of candidates in beach like uh, like uh, beach districts in Southern California, I'd be in Southern California on a no, beach. I, I guess what I mean is like if you're in David Smalley. Right? David Smalley's yeah. in California. Yeah, there's yeah. a paywall for that beach though. <laughs> I love, I love you, David. Oh. I love you, David. Hey, can I have your mic? I want to drop it. That's <laughs> oh, my God. God. Even, you know, at, the, even on... at the glory hole, David Smalley can't get any respect. <laughs> you know, I heard he's now on podcast Juan. <laughs> <laughs> you brought it home. You brought it home. Good for you. You're fired. It <laughs> 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 was a shitty job. Anyway. So what can people do that are interested in your product? Like, <clears throat> I'm listening to you. I'm excited. I'm interested. I'm not in Arizona because that's a garbage state. So I live where actual people are. What can I do to help? <laughs> so, <laughs> oh, man. this the, like, I'm not in your cattle griddle place or like whatever you guys have. Cattle griddle. <laughs> you know, we, we have actual cities. There's like 6 million people in the Phoenix metro area, right? Wow. Yeah, mm. That's a lot of people. Yeah, all right. Mm. I'll, I'll grant you. A lot of Eating legal grid. immigrants. It's a lot of people. <laughs> Uh, yeah, well, no, no, no. We voted for Trump. I just don't count Arizonians <laughs> as people. So, so I was like, I mean, like, hold on. What is that times three fifths? What is what is oh, six million times three? Carry the fifths. one. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it might as well be. That's how many of us don't vote. So that's the, yeah, the first thing I'm going to throw out there is money. <laughs> we need money. How um, else can we help? <laughs> so there, there, I, I have a, I've got a whole list of stuff for you. So I, I, I haven't paid me this month and I really, really like eating. I can't tell you how much I love having food and like a house. So I'm, I've got a, I personally have a lot riding on this, but I need to be able to hire people. Um, these skills are expensive. And, and I think one uh, area where candidates could probably do better is explaining how expensive a campaign is. Um, the, like a, a conservatively run state legislative campaign in Arizona can cost $40,000. They're, they're not cheap. And that's for a state legislative position. We're talking graphic designers, web designers. You need to pay field organizers. You've got to be able to pay for, um, you know, yard signs, which are not cheap, uh, road signs, uh, online advertising, video production, photography. There's a whole bunch of skills in there. And like, I realize we think we can pay photographers with, you know, exposure, but I mean that Walmart doesn't take that anymore, right. you know? They they want actual money. So um, I've got uh, I, I I got all, we've got a lot of things that we need to be able to do for a lot of candidates, hopefully. And in order to provide an infrastructure that can support a large number of candidates, there's got to be funding. Um, I have to hire most immediately. I've got to hire someone for data analysis so we can actually start building out uh, ground strategies uh, for these uh, for the districts we're targeting. Uh, so we're not wasting our time knocking on every door. We can focus on the the you know district the areas that are going to have the highest efficacy voters. And there's there's a lot of science that goes into this. So it's very expensive. So if you want to contribute money, um, which would be very very helpful at this point, you can visit atheistcandidates.com. 
You can sign up for a monthly contribution on there, or you can do a one-time contribution. Um, if you don't want to contribute money or you can't contribute money, uh, and I completely understand because I can't contribute money to anything right now. I get that. Uh, if you could share it online, just put it on your social media, that is free advertising. Uh, that would be incredibly useful to the campaign and, and super helpful. Now, beyond that, um, if, if those two options don't work for you or if one of those options works for you but you want to do something more, you can actually sign up to volunteer. So let's look at a state uh, where we don't have any atheists who've indicated that they're running so far. Illinois. Okay. Is, is your home state. Um, your backyard. I'm going to run, Cecil. We get, oh, uh, I'm going to uh, run. <clears throat> I will take that on just for fun. <laughs> can you imagine they pull this show? They don't even have to, they don't even have to excerpt it. Yeah, no, because they don't need your, your horrifying sex tape. You might doom all of us. That's... Sex tape is not horrifying. It's beautiful. It's it's a wonderful expression of a man's love <laughs> for a donkey. See? That was a consenting donkey. It's a Democrat she donkey. My proposal. <laughs> Tried to get the ring on her hoof or whatever they have. <laughs> I don't even know. <laughs> No, I divorced that. Yeah. <laughs> saying she was an ass. That's all I'm saying. Oh, gosh. Uh, a Man. big ass. Jesus. <laughs> I was going to say, donkeys are usually used to something a little bigger. So oh. that, uh, <laughs> that, that was a species-wide insult, by the way. That's, that's for all of you. So if someone runs in Illinois, well, how would you help? So someone runs in Illinois, right? Um, well, let's go back to the their what what's going through their head. Their mental process here is I'm not going to have a support network. There's there's not anyone. Uh, I, I don't know how to do this. Uh, there's not anyone who's going to support an atheist running in in Illinois' corn half. Um, so <laughs> you've got a corn half. Corn, uh, you, you, corn, corn three quarters. Corn three quarters. Yeah. I've, the I've corn hole is most yeah. of this, yeah. of this yeah. state. Yeah. Most of the yeah, state is pure corn yeah. hole. Yeah. It's it's all like helicopter sized insects and corn <laughs> in the southern half really of the state. It. It's, yeah. Yeah, it's incredible. Much, it's yeah. incredible. Yeah. It. So, so in your in your corn half, an atheist decides, or three, two thirds, three quarters, whatever. Three an fifths. atheist, three, three fifths. <laughs> an atheist decides they want to run for public office, um, or is at least considering it. They stumble upon this website, or someone says, "I heard about this project," and they see there's already you know, fourteen people who want to volunteer for an atheist candidate. Uh, there's already six professionals in Illinois who are willing to put in work on an atheist campaign. We have three former candidates and, elect, and, and elected official who want to uh, provide mentorship and guidance to someone who wants to run for public office in Illinois. That barrier to entry is gone. It's made it that much easier because yeah, they don't awesome. have to do that groundwork. And yeah, that's, right. that's the whole idea. The great thing about this is a lot of this work can be done remotely. If we only have um, you know, one person who runs in Illinois, People in Arizona can make phone calls for that campaign. Yeah, for sure. Even if you just had Juan, Juan running, person running in Illinois. <laughs> if people were going to find out, uh, where where would they find this? Where would they find you on the web? Uh, so that's going to be atheistcandidates.com. Well, thanks so much for joining us today. It was a really very informative. I hope that more atheists start to run. Oh, absolutely. Um, and you know what? Atheistcandidates.com. I'm going to throw that out there again. If you want to volunteer, if you're a professional who has any skills that could be useful to a campaign, uh, we're looking for you and you can plug in even how much you charge per hour um, and let us know so we can connect you with folks That's who great. will give you money. Uh, former candidates, current elected officials, let us know. And if you wish to remain anonymous, just put that in a note on the, the form at atheistcandidates.com. We'll be happy to make sure you stay anonymous while you're helping to narrow that gap of representation in Congress. More atheists do need to run. Most can't even climb a full set of stairs. So this is an important cause. Thanks for joining us. <laughs> <laughs>
Well, thank you for having me. I appreciate it. They can only climb one, <laughs> one set, set of stairs. Of stairs. <laughs> okay, they, they claim they're feminists, but what they actually are, they are sexualists. It has nothing to do with empowering women anymore. We've, we earned the right to vote. We have equality in the workplace. If we don't, we can fight that on a one-on-one -on -one basis, but everything they're about now is kind of about from the head down. It's, it has nothing to do with women's brains or, or their hearts. This story is from Right Wing Watch. This is uh, Rick Joyner. Women's March was a blatant manifestation of the Jezebel spirit. Not again. Not again, Cecil. Rick Joyner, here we go. I think it was a major revelation that the day after Trump took office that what I think was one of the most blatant manifestations of the Jezebel spirit the fuck is the Jezebel spirit? How many different spirits are there in this Jezebel's, guy's fucking world? The Jezebel spirit is what you give a girl if you want to date rape her. <laughs> it's a, Don't ask me how I know that. <laughs> it's, this drink is called like a fading sunset or something. Yeah. It's, got like, it's got, you know, gin and Jezebel spirits. We call this one the lights out. <laughs> Ever would manifest in our country. You know, as I shared before, you know, this uh, less than a fraction. I mean, it was just a fraction of 1% of the women in our country. Yeah, it's only 3 million people. Yeah, well, well what do you expect it's out of protests? It's only 3 like million people. And he's saying it's only a fraction of 1% of the people in our country. He's right. It's only a fraction of 1% of the people in our country, but it's a much larger fraction of people who voted. Yeah, right. You know what I mean? It, it's representative yeah. of all the people that, like you mentioned before, yeah. this is a representative number, funny enough, of the same number of people that voted for Hillary and not for Trump. And not for Trump. Right? In yeah. The, yeah. Yeah. So you, you, there's no way to minimize three fucking million people. I mean, he's, he's going out of his way to try to do it. Right. Though. But it's kind of like when we make fun of the one million moms. Yeah. Because it's like 900 moms. Yeah. First of all, well, there's like only like fifty thousand of them, and you're like, okay, that's yeah. not a million. Right. It's yeah. not. Yeah, you're yeah. you're fucking over yeah. nine hundred thousand yeah. off. And they right? said they said a million women march, and there was three point nine or two point nine million women right. all across the country. Now they weren't in one place a million strong, right? But they were close to a million strong in D.C. And that is an incredible and a quarter million strong in Chicago. How do you how do you minimize that turnout? Yeah, marched in those marches. That is. To me, what manifested there is not a representation of the women in America, but I believe it is a signpost and a marker. Well, then why are you talking about it even? If it's nothing, if it's a blip, then why do you even care? I, I, like, why, why do you even give a fuck that 2.9 million people marched if you don't even, if you're like, oh, well, it's not even really a sign. It's not, it's not a big deal. It's a, this isn't exactly, this isn't represent, representative at all. Well, then why do you fucking care, man? The answer? Because yeah. he's scared of ghosts. Yeah, exactly. And I'm fucking serious. Yeah. He's about to say, but I'm afraid of ghosts. Yeah. He'll phrase it a little differently, but he's fucking Casper scared. Sure. Yeah. The, the only thing that's missing right. is a flashlight underneath his yeah. face. While this he tells is a guy story. who won't buy booberry yeah. cereal. <laughs> <laughs> one thing, there was a rage there. I'm wrong. Poltergeists. Oh, yeah. I'm wrong. Right. Yeah. I thought it was ghosts. It's yeah, poltergeists. It it's poltergeists. <laughs> Everybody I talked to in D.C., uh, said these women were so rough. Yeah, they were so rough. There was zero arrests. They were so angry that there was zero arrests. Yeah, but you know, like 
embedded in that is a lot of the criticism that I've heard from that side, which is like, yeah, these are fucking, you know, ugly women or like fat women. Like I saw, I saw this thing on, on it was on my social media. I don't remember where it came from. So forgive me, but it, it was something like, you know, um, uh, Trump got more fat women out to walk in like four days than, than Michelle, Michelle Obama, Obama did, did in eight years. years right. Eight years, yeah. but, and it's like, that's a, that's exactly why these women are protesting, right? Like, the, well, because you're the judging them for their size. Yeah, right. that's their size. Yeah, yeah. You're, you're reducing women to a less than status based on some irrelevance about their personal appearance rather than, you know, the entirety of their personhood. Like, you you so don't understand that yeah. that your criticism belies the very thing that they are protesting. They're, they're de- being dehumanized. Yeah. You so don't understand that that even in the point of criticism, and I think that's what he's getting at, too, and he's like, they're rough. Like, Right, he's he's trying to say like these aren't sweet demure yeah, American these, housewives. These aren't women who are going to cook you dinner. Right, exactly. Like these are women who are going to spend their time supposedly cooking you dinner, making a protest poster. Exactly, bitches. Right? Yeah, right. He's the like, fuck. Where's my foot rubs? Yeah. You know, like. <laughs> and they they had less than, uh, I would say, complimentary things to say about it. Just said it was a striking contrast between those who were there to demonstrate in the Women's March and those who were there for the inauguration or... No shit, dumbass! That's because they're there for two totally different reasons. That's like being like, yeah, you know, I went to church today and there was a wedding and a funeral and there was a striking contrast between the people who came for the wedding and the people who came for the fucking... No shit, you fucking moron! Who were just there and worked there. They just said there was something on there. There was a meanness. There was a rage yeah because they're fucking angry that's why they're protesting did you miss that part they were like oh yeah everything's going great let's protest (laughs) again what What would you be protesting just be like oh what did you not want to cook me dinner (laughs) uh that was very unattractive Uh, there it is right bitches ain't hot look when they're autonomous right there's no way when you're wearing that hat and no makeup, I'm going to fuck you. It's just not going to happen. It's just not going to happen. I don't care how artistic your fucking sign is. I don't care. I just don't give a fuck. If you're not in makeup and heels, I don't want to fuck you. I don't want to look. I don't want to think Christ. about fucking you. All I want to do is think about fucking your friend. I'll fuck the hat. <laughs> and they use other terms, but... Uh, to me, it was a manifestation of the Jezebel spirit that I think has been seeking to, and to some degree has taken a huge amount of dominion over our whole country. Oh, yeah, because I thought just a minute ago there was hardly anyone. No, it was, and now yeah. it's a huge dominion. It's a huge dominion. It's a lot of people. It's a. It's not enough people when I want to minimize and reduce the effect, sure. right? But it's a lot of people when I want you to be scared. Sure. When I'm trying to sell you fear, it's lots of people. When I'm trying to assure you that I'm on the right side of history, it's de minimis. Yeah, All in the same message, we're a minute 42 into his fucking gerbil flower. It's not like the beginning and the end of a book here. Right. Now, Jezebel in scripture, there's a Jezebel spirit in in scripture and it's not just something that happens with women. I I think men can have a Jezebel spirit, but... Hey man, it's 2017. It's a continuum. (laughs) if they're fagalas. Huh? (laughs) Huh? Ari's got a little here, a little there. It's just, I don't fucking understand how much of what she has she's when. Got, she's kind of got a little Jezebel and a little Gizmodo. You know? It's like, 
And I don't know how much. I, oh, when they. Or... I got to call her they. I said she. It's they. Is it they? I think it's they. I think I think they prefer they because he or she doesn't work for non-binary because you. Yeah, right. Because it's non-binary. That's non-binary. Yeah. So you've got to do something else. And I think it's they. I'm trying, man. Can I just say Ari? Yeah, Cause, cause, yeah, use the name. Because I'm just going to yeah. use the name. Because I name. feel like totally I'm not going to fuck that up. Totally fine. You can use the name. It basically is a spirit that seeks to seduce God's people into sexual immorality and into the worship of idols. That's what Jezebel did in scripture. She was the evil, wicked woman who, who had a fucking house fall on her and there was a fucking brick road. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. She's such a goofball. He's like, Jesus. she worshiped idols. Yeah. And Did somebody take her fucking ruby slipper off? <laughs> Where the fuck is Kansas? Married an evil, wicked king. <laughs> <laughs> Were there flying monkeys? You asshole. Of Israel, Ahab. And both of them were complicit in what happened to Israel during this. And, and I think it's been taken over our country. I think it's what's manifesting to a large degree in Hollywood and a lot of the entertainment industry that is so sexually perverting. Wait. And the perverting and the perversions up there I I, the and thing, the perverts with the, the perverting. makes me crazy about when they're, when they're busting on perverted shit. Man, fucking Michelle Obama went sleeveless and they fucking flipped their shit. Yeah. This woman's been naked before. And I don't want to slut shame her. She could be naked all she wants. I don't give a fuck if the first lady wants to walk out naked. I don't sure. give a yeah, shit. It doesn't matter to right. me. But, you know... Like they're not consistent with their own people, even. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, like everything is slut, this slut, that, uh, awful, terrible sexual immorality, this and that. And you're like, but the guy that's in charge of your side has a woman who's posed nude before that, and you fucking conveniently forget about that. Yeah. Well, you know, <clears throat> here, here's the other thing: is like this whole thing, like they're perverted, it's perverse. I don't even know what that means, and I'm, I'm not fucking around. I don't know what that means. What is? What is perverted? Yeah, mean? it means fucking you didn't fuck like, your missionary. Like, yeah, exactly. Like uh, it's some kind of sex that he that fucking Rick Joyner doesn't want to do. Then don't fucking do it. Great, dude. And uh, like, I, chances are you couldn't fucking get your body to do it anyway. <laughs> You'd have a fucking heart attack. Jesus, you're it's like you're fucking in a sumo suit. <laughs> I just don't even understand what that means. Like, if somebody's like, the thing you do is perverted, I'd be like, yeah. well, then fucking don't do it. I don't. Yeah. It's a meaningless term. If everybody says yes. What fucking difference doesn't, doesn't matter make? at all? The only there's the, no such thing as perverted. The only thing that's perverted to Rick Joyner is when he can actually see his dick. When he can <laughs> see his dick, thing. then he's like, nope, nope. He has to have it's a system off. of fucking mirrors and pulleys. It is. It's like it's like the national treasure thing with the mirror that bounces off the four other mirrors right. that works its way and then down. An electron yeah. telescope yeah. or microscope. I keep saying telescope. <laughs> electron telescope. <laughs> what an electron telescope. Why do I keep saying that? What a stupid fucker I am. <laughs> His balls are huge. <laughs> And the perversion up there and what manifested and the crudeness just of their speech and their talk, you know, what father would ever want to hear that kind of thing coming out of his daughter's or yeah, well, no, his daughter's no, vagina? <laughs> not everything a woman says is for her fucking father to hear. Yeah, right? Right. Like, what father would want to hear that? Well, what father would want to hear the dirty fucking shit that gets said during sex? Be like, oh, hey, dad, here's what I said yeah. when I was getting fucking railed. I had a, I had a voice recorder right. just for you. Here's the video, yeah. dad. I hope you're proud. I'm going to play it at our purity ball. It sounded a lot like... <laughs> <laughs> here's me quacking, dad. And how about our father in heaven? But I, I couldn't even imagine. I'm here across the limits. Look, I was in the Navy. And I fuck like four dudes. <laughs> Not everybody in the Navy fucks dudes. Most of Most them. Most of them. 
I have heard stuff. I've been in locker rooms. I've heard a lot of crew talk. But it just didn't seem as bad as what was coming out of some of these women during that that uh, women's march. And because you were the one that was saying it, you sexist fuckwit. So when I said, this is like- so, he's so he's so fucking unaware. It is amazing. <laughs> when I did it, it wasn't as bad as when you do it. Penis. Like, really? Really? What the fucking fuck? This, You're the worst. You're the fucking worst. Amazing. He's so unaware. He has no idea he's of what he's saying. He's so unaware. It's outstanding. God. In D.C. Now, why was there such a rage? Well, because they're mad that their rights are being trampled on. And the president treats them like second-class yeah. citizens and brags about sexually assaulting them. And, and treats them and treats them like you're treating them by uh, dismissing them because they're not pretty. Right. Dehumanizing. Yeah. Like, are he, you kidding? He like, dehumanized four things. or six, uh, like, like, like a bunch of women when he said they weren't pretty. Like, he does it all right. the time. He, he did called a, Hillary a nasty yeah. woman. He, well, and, and, and he also talked about, like, how ugly all the Senate, all the people's wives were and things. Right. Like, he's gone on his way to do he, this. He like, did, he's... Ted Cruz's wife he yeah. went after. He fucking, I mean, he had a feud with Rosie O'Donnell. He called her everything. Yeah. He went after his own beauty pageant winner thing. Yeah. Like he's just so, that's why they're mad because the fucking leader of the free world is a fucking misogynist pig. That engenders some rage within the people being dehumanized. That's demonic, everybody. It is absolutely demonic. So this is uh, Right Wing Watch. Cecil, this is uh, Jim Baker. Trump's critics look demon possessed. I've noticed that about you. I just want to say, I've noticed it's the horns. Dark features. Yeah. You know, and, I scare kids too. You know, if you stopped carrying the pitchfork everywhere and wearing your goat legs around. The problem is, is that, okay, first, the pitchfork helps me move the hay a lot quicker than my hands. And okay. that's why yeah, it was created, yeah. right? Yeah. All right. And the goat goat legs, they keep the mosquitoes off my legs. And they are in this season. Yeah. Yeah. They goat are. is the new black. <laughs> I actually got feigning goats, so my legs go to sleep <laughs> when you scare them. So if you lift your arms up like this, my legs just go to sleep and I Somebody fall over. Somebody opens an umbrella yeah. and you're just... <laughs> My legs, they just fall right over. Yeah. They're expensive, though. Yeah, well, they're worth it. I will you know, say those. Splurge on those, you. Those, those, those feigning goats are easy to skin, though. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so this is Jim Baker. Demon-possessed people. Yay. I watch a lot of news because I'm trying to find out what's going on. <laughs> I just that, love this is guy. That, is that why? Is that why you watch a lot of? Look at that woman next to me, just like, why am I here? What have I done with my life? <laughs> I watch the news to know what's going on. That's literally what it's for. What else would you watch it for? I watch you a lot of news because I, I like to jerk off to yeah. Megyn Kelly. <laughs> Okay. Yeah. No, that was a statement of fact. I was like, yeah, no, that's yeah. yeah I'm right there with you. That's yeah. good. Yeah. But is I've, she on? I've run through a lot of TVs. <laughs> Have you ever looked into the eyes? Speaking of eyes, he has like fucking sharky deadlines. <laughs> like, his fucking, like, like, look at his eyes. Like, you couldn't have more beady, black, terrifying pig eyes than this guy. Like, this guy, this guy is, he's like a fucking bat. He does. He, he does not have human eyes. He really doesn't. He doesn't. He you really ever watch Supernatural, yeah. like, where the eyes just flip, they flip black and the fucking demon comes out? He's right there. He's fucking he totally right does. there. He totally has a flip top eye. Uh, <laughs> of some of these people, even the Republicans that are so mean right now. Did you ever see so many mean Republicans? There, I mean, there really is. Don't don't forgive. I mean, forgive me, but I'm telling you. Look at the audience. The audience. They've never shown the audience now, hold before. Hold on. Hold on. Now there's two, <laughs> four, six, eight, ten, twelve. 
14 people in this picture. They've never showed the audience. That's a pretty big, I think that's a lot of size of the, uh, 14 people. You think that the, that that's about 14 people that show up? Dude, they're all sitting at fucking bingo tables or whatever. They're all on they're their all, rascal scooters. They're all a hundred years old. There is no one in that audience. There is no one in that audience could, that could walk a mile. Yeah. There's nobody in that audience that doesn't dye their hair. Right. Well, the ones that still have some. Well, the bald lady in the front doesn't. <laughs> she's she's super bald. She's super 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 bald. Sorry. I should be making fun of cancer patients like that. <laughs> she's growing her one hair out. <laughs> she's look a, good? she's adorned it with one big giant scrunchie. <laughs> This is the most elderly obese group of people I have ever seen. You're you're an old group of people that's really concerned with food. I think that that's kind of of his demographic. I just think they should make the buckets smaller. Can you picture any of these people picking up a five-gallon bucket or something? No, no, I can't. It can't happen. They would All all of their bones would break simultaneously. Their their spine would shoot out their back. (laughs) They'd be like... And then they just fall right over like the fainting goat yep. pants. They just like punk. They are all the elderly version of Mr. Glass. <laughs> <laughs> just every bone simultaneously breaks. There's some people that I'm concerned that are demon possessed. I mean, they're just going crazy. Yes. And they, they look, their eyes look like demons coming yes. out of them. Satan I'm scared. Wanted a war. I, I'm Satan not scared, wanted but I, th- I think we're in the war. I think yes. we're in the 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 great battle. Yeah, of course you do because you want to sell buckets. It's amazing, isn't it? Like if I mean, Hillary wins, yeah. it's gonna. When Hillary was gonna win, right? It was like, man, if Hillary wins, I saw stars falling to the sky and his nuclear weapon. Now Trump wins, right? Mm-hmm. And he didn't see it coming either. Yeah. And now he's like, oh, the critics got demons in their eyeballs, <laughs> and like they. Got- so they're clearly they're clearly yeah. demonic, and right? They're, and they're clearly look. Here's the deal: they're gonna take away all your food. They're, right, and you're gonna need your food. The demons you're are real, fat. real fat. <laughs> if you're in my audience, I can hear your fucking scooter when it backs up. We have, I know. Every, we have to put up. We had to put a handicap entrance on this place so they, you guys could roll up. They put scooter charging stations yeah. at every table. <laughs> it's but seriously though, like this is again. It's it's everything he says. Every every clip we get is him positioning a way to sell one more bucket. Right. It's it's the apocalypse is nigh, even if the thing he wants to have happen, happened. Yeah. Right. Trump is in office. He's the right. fucking, he's a sorted God or whatever. Right. He's fucking, he's going to cut down all the demons. He's the one who's in charge. And it's not that, the thing is, is like fucking, he's got to come against the Republicans. He's got to say the Republicans are demonic because the Democrats don't even have any control. Yeah. Like they just, that's a great point. You know what I mean, right? he's got to be like, well, the Republicans are bad. Yeah. Everybody who does, everybody who says anything against his guy, Right. Because all he wants to do is create division because division is strife and strife is war. So he's trying to do this. And it's so fucking blatantly transparent unless you're one of these fucking diabetes commercials sitting out in the fucking audience. You're sitting out in the audience breathing real heavy (laughs) of the 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 Antichrist. I believe the spirit of Antichrist. Now, if you take like one part spirit of Antichrist mm-hmm. and one part spirit of Jezebel. Yes. And then you put a little bitters in it. <laughs> and I'll tell you, there's a there's a warfare in the heavenlies. Yes. In the heavenlies. Where's the war going to take place, folks? Oh, it's up in the heavenlies. Where's that? 
I made it up. The heavenlies. It's not even in heaven. It's I in the heavenlies. The, I love the look of glee that came across your face when you said <laughs> the heavenlies. Like, oh boy, oh boy, the heavenlies. Oh yeah, yeah. It's the heavenlies, Tom. The heavenlies. That's a new show on the fucking CW. <laughs> Okay, it's actually it's yeah. a, what it is. Actually, it's it's an award ceremony for heaven. It's just like, <laughs> and you, Archangel Gabriel, it's you just, win the heavenlies. It's just, a, it's just it's like just a stick <laughs> with a halo on it. And then, uh, God, Jesus, you win every year. God, <laughs> let one of us win. Leonardo's up there. He's like, fuck it, I never win. There's a controversy <laughs> about whether the heavenlies are racist. <laughs> Uh, every, year, every year they give it to a Jew. <laughs> the Jews control the heavenlies. And, and I'll tell you what, the church, man, we used to sing church triumphant, you know, onward Christian soldiers. And I'll tell you. Onward. <laughs> just, he's literally dying right now. God, it would be great he's if it was dying true. right now. It would be amazing to watch him die on stage. <laughs> It'd be awesome if he starts to die and they just start dumping buckets on him, trying to save him, desperately trying to save him. They're like, they're opening, like, where's the defibrillator bucket? You want answers? I think I'm entitled. You want answers? I want the truth. You can't handle the truth. Creationists, this is fucking amazing. I, I love, the creationists claim Beowulf mm-hmm. proves humans and dinosaurs coexisted. Do you know why this True is my story. favorite? Beowulf and Grendel is that, that is my favorite story of all time. That is my absolute favorite story. Do you know how many times I've read Beowulf and Grendel in the original Old English? No, 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 no. That shit's crazy. Well, so you read the Aramaic? I, <laughs> I fucking love some Beowulf. I have I have so much love for Beowulf, and then John Gardner's Grendel is my absolute favorite book. So when I found this. The idea that you would use the fucking epic poem Beowulf. Are you fucking kidding me? It's a fucking epic poem about it's an epic poem about fucking Vikings fighting monsters. And then you fight the monster's mom and then a dragon shows Wait, up. So so what do they mean, though? Dinosaurs and why do they think that we coexisted with dinosaurs? Because of dragons. So there's a dragon in Beowulf. OK. And they're saying, look, there's dragons in these old stories. So because there's dragons in old stories, therefore dinosaurs. So he says, uh, he says dinosaurs went extinct after they left the ark. After the flood, we had an ice age. We had radically well, all that different- water had to freeze. It got, it got, some I got creatures, chili. <laughs> some creatures. I had to put y'all on ice. I want to have a barbecue. Well, so, some creatures weren't able to adapt, but most creatures in the world would have some legend about most cult, uh, pardon me, but most cultures in the world would have some legend about dragons. And these dragons are actually a good description of dinosaurs. The Chinese, for example, their dragons are depicted on scrolls pulling the chariots of emperors because they emperors had dragons, which are dinosaurs. And <laughs> there was a story called Beowulf in which the king slays a dragon. Not even true. And the this king happened slay the dragon. in Norway. And this person <sighs> says... So you take Beowulf to be evidence of dinosaurs existing? Yes, yes, Snelling said. It was an eyewitness account. Okay. Cave Let- paintings prove that bulls are lopsided. <laughs> <laughs> it was an eyewitness account. 
First of all, Pinocchio the story Pinoc- wrong. Hold on though. Pinocchio is okay. an oh. eyewitness account of a of a a mannequin coming to life. I've seen that movie. Gary. Mannequin. I'm looking right at you, Gary. I remember that movie. And when you're here alone, mixing late at night, <laughs> sometimes Gary comes to life. <laughs> and his what? mouth stays open just like that. That's want to talk about a gag order. Oh my God. <laughs> Woo. What's up, Gary? I don't need all that room. <laughs> So we want to thank all our patrons, of course, but we want to thank specifically our newest patrons, Marty, Mitch, Jamie, Wheezy's Poop Locks Smell Bad. I don't know. Andrew, Michael, Christ Rick. El Conquistador. El Conquistador. <laughs> Kent, Scenic City Skeptic, Chewing Cold Eggnog Made with Canadian ris- Whiskey Rocks, You Heathens. Fucking disgusting. You do have to chew cold eggnog, though. Um, We want to thank everybody for being patrons this week. Thank you so much. Um, We genuinely do appreciate it. We did get a PayPal as well. We got a PayPal donation from Matt. Matt, thank you very much. Remember, you can go to our website, dissonancepod.com. You can click on donate and you can support the show right from our website if you don't want to go to Patreon. We got a message from uh, a couple people pointing us to a, a senator for the great state of Mississippi by the name of Chris McDaniel. And he posted on Facebook this. So happy a group of unhappy liberal women marched in Washington, D.C. We shouldn't be surprised. Almost all liberal women are unhappy. Perhaps there's a correlation. Nevertheless, I'm fascinated to see them exercise their First Amendment rights. However, objectionable the message. But I do have one question. If they can afford all those piercings, tattoos, body paintings, signs, and plane tickets, then why do they want us to pay for their birth control? Oh, my God. And so a bunch of people went into his Facebook and did some stuff, but I just want to read a highlight that I found. Please do. I volunteer at jacksonswomenhealth.org, the pink house, the last remaining abortion clinic in Mississippi. Personally, I'd like to thank you, Senator McDaniel. Since he started this despicable rant two days ago, donations have been pouring in (laughs) in his honor. Oh, that's awesome. So indirectly, you are helping pay for abortions, buddy. Thanks again, Chris. (laughs) Laugh out loud. (laughs) So, uh, so yeah, check out Pink House, jacksonswomenhealth.org if you want to donate. You know, you can donate in Chris McDaniel's name because he's somebody who probably should have been aborted. I love those forms of protest. I really do. I love them every time. And so that's why I found it. And I, I read it and I smiled and yeah, I was like, and great. what was so great is on this comment thread on his Facebook, he posts this douche nozzle message. You just like, Oh God, you have such a punchable face. And then you, I wish you were a Nazi. And then you roll, you scroll down. <laughs> we'll get you scroll down. Actually kind of is a Nazi. And then you scroll down and you look and this guy posts this and then a bunch of other people are posting. Oh, where is it at? Oh, do you have a link? And he's sharing the oh, link. That's awesome. And so on his right page, there in real time. he is facilitating abortions that's on his awesome. page. They Good should for snap you. a picture. Thanks, Senator Chris. Thank you for <laughs> facilitating abortions, you fucking nozzle. All right. So we got a message from Elvis. Elvis sends his regards. This is from Trump's inauguration speech. We, the citizens of America, are now joined in a great national effort to rebuild our country and restore American carnage. <laughs> awesome. The Bible tells us how good and pleasant it is when God's people live together in carnage. We will get our people off of welfare and back to work. 
rebuilding our country with American hands, American labor, and American carnage. We will bring back American carnage. This American carnage. American carnage. 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 Uh, I would totally have a show called This American Carnage. I think that's great. That's a great, great, great bit. Thanks, Elvis. So we got a message from Jared. Tom, this is for Camp Quest. Uh, Camp Quest. For our Midwestern listeners, a registration for Camp Quest Michigan is now open. We recommend registering early to ensure you get a spot. You can register at michigancampquest.org. We'll post a, uh, a link to, to on our website. Um, not from the Michigan area. You can also find a local Camp Quest by going to campquest.org. So you can find this on this week's show notes, 340. Uh, if you're interested in Camp Quest, we wound up raising quite a few dollars for Camp Quest while we, sure we were did. on uh, while we were on David Smalley's podcast-a-thon. And I will say, I'm personally thinking of sending my son to Camp Quest uh, in Michigan, as a matter of fact. We got a, this, a, is awesome. this is great. This is from Bill and Bill sent in this, uh, this I'll put this on this, this week's show notes. This is from Grub Street. It's a, it's an article and it says a nation's pizza chain has introduced the alternative facts, zero calorie pie. Oh, and it's so great. It's a beautiful looking pizza that evidently is zero calories. As long as you use uh, oh. alternative facts or <laughs> That's so great. alternative fitness pal. Yeah. So. <laughs> There's been a bunch of marching lately. There's going to be a march here in Chicago on tax day. I know that. And there's a bunch of other marches that are planned, but we got a message from Keith and Keith said that there was a uh, Facebook group that blew up uh, in a few hours about uh, scientists marching. So we'll put a link to this story. It's from the Washington post, but it looks like scientists are going to be marching on the Capitol recently. I think there was that's great. gag orders against all the different major science organizations in the country by the president, a bunch of uh, rogue Twitter Twitters popped up. Just yeah, boom. Yeah, yeah you know? they were like, hey, you can't talk. And it's like, well, this yeah, isn't official, but it turns can. out I'm a fucking human being and I can do what I want. I do what I want. We got a video. Should I play this song? It's really funny. It's pretty great. Okay, I think so you I'm should. play it. So this is Death Metal Rooster. This is this and is just amazing. I, you know, this is this is one of those things that I I, st- I I put my head down and laughed until I cried over this. So this is Death Metal Rooster. I'm going to play it. You can watch the video. The video really doesn't have much different than the, than the than uh, the than the actual song here that I'm playing for you. Okay, I don't know how well you can hear this, but my washer is making a beat. It's not just a rhythm. It's a beat. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's terrific. Oh, God. <laughs> that rooster is fucking metal. That rooster has got some pipes. Man, go get it. Oh, it's fucking awesome. That rooster is metal as fuck. That rooster is fucking metal. So that's going to be on this week's show notes. So we want to thank Andre from Method Social Kinetics for joining us. It was a really interesting conversation. Yeah. Uh, the stuff he's going to do to hopefully get more atheists in office is really inspiring. So hopefully he gets uh, he gets his feet under him and he starts working with that. And I think that's really a great, a great bit of business to take care of. I do too. And I think it's important. I think yeah. it's important work that needs to be done. We're, we're clearly underrepresented and yeah. that needs to change. We'll put a link to all the stuff on this episode's show notes. 
Let's gonna wrap it up for this week. We might have a extra show next week. We're not sure. We might have a Thursday show for you. A lot of people really like the live stream we did. So they if, you're, did. if you're interested, we'll put a link on this week's show notes. You can check it out on live stream and you can also check it out on YouTube. Now on live stream, one thing I did was, uh, so if you wanna play a YouTube video, you have to keep the video on, but for live stream, you can close the 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 screen and it'll just play the audio. Oh, that's great. And the audio is not super visual specific. Like we're talking a little bit and there is some stuff we're showing on the screen, but it was really just right after Trump got a, uh, did his inauguration and we we talked about it and it was a, it was actually a lot of fun. We had Thomas Smith from uh, from Atheistically Serious Inquiries I podcast serious only. Speaking. Um, serious, Check it out on Facebook. Serious speaking. Seriously speaking <laughs> podcast. Um, serious inquiries only, but it was great. It was really good, really fun. And he was, he was, it was great to have on. He was so angry and it was awesome. And I loved every minute of it. But if, if you want to check it out, we'll put it on this week's show notes. But uh, but give it a listen. It's not going to be on our iTunes feed. So if you want to catch it, you've got to catch it in either of those different mediums. Um, it's a video medium. So if you want to catch it, you'll have to catch it there. So it's going to wrap it up for this week, but we're going to leave you like we always do with the Skeptic's Creed. Credulity is not a virtue. It's fortune cookie cutter, mommy issue, hypno Babylon bullshit. Couched in scientician, double bubble, toil and trouble, pseudo quasi alternative, acupunctuating, pressurized, stereogram, pyramidal, free energy, healing, water, downward spiral, brain dead pan, sales pitch, late night info docutainment. Leo Pisces, cancer cures, detox, reflex, foot massage, death and towers, tarot cars, psychic healing, crystal balls, Bigfoot, Yeti, aliens, churches, mosques and synagogues, temples, dragons, giant worms, Atlantis, dolphins, truthers, birthers, witches, wizards, vaccine nuts, shaman healers, evangelists, conspiracy, doublespeak, stigmata, nonsense. Expose your signs. Thrust your hands, bloody, evidential, conclusive. Doubt even this. The opinions and information provided on this podcast are intended for entertainment purposes only. All opinions are solely that of Glory Hole Studios, LLC. Cognitive dissonance makes no representations as to accuracy, completeness, currentness, suitability, or validity of any information, and will not be liable for any errors, damages, or butthurt arising from consumption. All information is provided on an as-is basis. No refunds. Produced in association with the local Dairy Council and viewers like you.